Welcome to No Gods, No Master Volumes. I'm Simon, I'm a record producer, musician, and I make pedal demos as Tunnel of Reverb. And I'm Guion, I run Holy Island Audio, a one-man effects pedal operation from Wales. In the last episode, we promised a nerdy, in-depth, pedable chat with Alex from Robot Graves Industries, and here it is. Bonus episode. His use of MIDI clocks, stereo, and ABY is unique and wild. You can check out Alex's band, Geary, to hear the results. If you missed our episode talking about RGI guitars and amps, then you may want to pause this and go find it first. Are you running a stereo pedal board for your band stuff? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I'm hoping to go more stereo. I I actually... Oh, God. Okay. I run <laughs> at, at a very small point in my pedal board. I'm running three lines for a very small portion. Um, okay. But, okay. But it is, it is almost all... Uh, most of the effects are in mono into ABY. Mm-hmm. Guitar just gets um, phaser, a very slow, like uh, phase 90 or something. Um, and then they both go into a stereo looper, into stereo out into two different amps, bass amp and guitar amp. Oh, okay. interesting. And then the, the the weird side channel thing is that at the very input, before any anything happens the the switcher i'm using has a passive uh buffer out for tuner yeah yeah i send that to uh a delay reverb and then the count to five and then a Mm -hmm. volume pedal and that goes into gets mixed into the guitar channel before the flanger so i can basically like almost like an expression pedal bring in count to five okay that's smart that's wild so you can just blend it in when you need it yeah. rather than having to turn everything on. Right. And it's always undistorted, always clean, mm. um, never octaved. Cause I do a lot of octave down or two octaves down and stuff like that. So, okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I play guitar, but I, my job is bass. Thus the looping and all of that stuff on top of it. Oh, cause I remember seeing some stuff from you talking about like, very exact MIDI oh, processing yeah. in your boards. Yeah, yeah. So that's the this the, the, this is a whole other thing. But like, yeah. So I'm using the the Disaster Areas DPC five Gen three, um, yeah. which has a MIDI clock built in, but it's an approximation MIDI clock. They don't have. I'm guessing mm. they don't have like a quartz crystal in there. Yeah. yeah. Versus they do have a. I think it's called the Smart Clock, a specific product that is just MIDI clocks. Oh. And that that one is perfect. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I use that MIDI clock to quantize the loops. And I also use that MIDI clock to send to a uh, drum machine, a basic drum machine to that. That then creates the click track, quote unquote, that you hear yeah. to then be able to quantize. Because I'm not quantizing to a light. That's impossible. Yeah. And then um, same thing. The drummer gets to hear the click. So we're always tight with the loop. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you... The disaster area is like running your whole show essentially. Yes, uh, tempo wise. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a it's a brought upon myself constraint <laughs> that is um, because I think it's a it, a lot of times I think seeing a band live when they break out the laptop, you're like, okay, yeah. here's backtracks mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and then especially with a band that does live looping you really assume that the laptop is doing 
a lot of work behind yeah, us. Yeah. And that to me, when we're doing all the work for someone to open up a laptop just to send out MIDI click for us to then do all the work still, I'm like, you either, I feel like we'll go either one way or the other way, like either no laptop and do the work, have the laptop just automatically sync up everything and automatically queue when it's going to loop and just do all the work for you. So this is a solution that I was like, I want the clicks. So we're always tight, but I can't have a laptop on stage. And that therefore the, yes, the DPC is doing a lot of heavy lifting in terms of um, that. And it has its own constraints. And of course, both the, um, my, the other guitar. So it's a three piece band and the other guitarist also has a looper. So he runs a MIDI cable. So his loops are quantized as well. And, uh, but the, drum machine and the looper sometimes like to do different things depending on what MIDI, what you do with that um, click track. Yeah. And so you have to be like, a lot of times, like if I change tempo and we want to loop again, I actually shut off the click track for that like last phrase. And then I'll click the new tempo as we switch to a new tempo. Just to avoid any any confusion communication yeah 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 the the drum the the looper is immediately as soon as it hears that there's a new click it goes oh it's a new click it drops the old click and just goes to that the drum machine is smart and waits for the next click because it's meant to like practice to or whatever it's just a it's like a uh, a boss or roland dr beat 90 or something like that yeah it's just you know it's like yeah dude every drummer has one and you're like oh put the accents in there and all that stuff but yeah we just use we just use the quarter note. I turned down the whole note, even repetition. So there's no one or anything. It's just a, a noise in everyone's ear. That's awesome. And it must be, I don't know. I've, when we used to play with clicks, we used to actually just use an iPhone where the drummer mm-hmm. had yep. like it. And sometimes we'd send it to everybody, but most of the time it was just to him. Yeah, we did and, the same. Uh, I like, I, we never wanted to go laptop route. Firstly, because like we didn't want to risk taking our laptops anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, and like whose laptop? I think it just looks weird. Yeah, and we it is, play, is, played loud as well, and it's like it's just going to mm. fall off. Oh yeah, yep. It, it's got to survive tour. It basically yeah. the, only, the only way you go laptop, in my opinion, is you the band buys a laptop and it's the band's laptop. For <laughs> yeah, show yeah. You buy a Pelican case, you put it in the Pelican case. It lives pop, in there. Yeah. yeah, it lives in there. It doesn't come out. It never connects to the internet. It never yeah. has updates. Like. Like the the um, computer, I had to for CNC stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I, obviously, like the big boy ones. Like if you get like a Haas and they're like a hundred thousand dollars, they're all a self-contained unit and they can like update over the Wi-Fi or whatever. But if you buy a smaller one, um, any entry-level one, or the one that I got is like uh, ten thousand or what is it sixteen thousand dollars? No, fourteen. I don't know. It's somewhere yeah. in that range. Um, it is just like everything to navigate the the CNC, but it can't move or do anything on its own. You need to buy a computer to control it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the the computer is the whole interface. You use the keyboard to move to manually move things around if you need to. And same thing, the computer loads up the CAM software. So there's no a, a CNC has no implicit software built into it. It just has a port, and you, it, you send over this the the G code directions, like all of that is interpolated for you. So when I, I bought this, I 
I finished the, the building the CNC and I went down to Best Buy. I'm like, I'm just going to buy whatever, whatever um, computer they have. And when I set it up, because it wasn't connected to the internet, it had no connection to the internet. It's just out in my shed with no knowledge of what the world is. <laughs> it, it still has the wrong time from when I turned it on first. It just doesn't even know what time it is or day or year. Um, it is... Uh, when it set, when I set it up, it was like, "Oh, are you never going to connect this to the internet?" And I was like, "Yes, I'm never connected to the." And I'm like, "That's the thing I would I would have to find on a laptop to make sure that you could yeah. be like, I'm never don't even think about updating. It's never going to yeah. happen." Yeah, don't don't try and connect to the venue Wi-Fi or something like. <laughs> you live here in this tomb, and you make yeah. noises. That's all you do. So yeah, in, in the end, I was like, I'm just going around, around that whole laptop conundrum and now i'm mm-hmm. i'm considering or i purchased it i have the gig rig uh g3 which is like okay i can go really stereo yeah because you can split whenever you want in that it's it's uh 12 it's 12 independent like loot you know like pedal yeah. loops now i hate that those are the same word whatever that's a whole yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i remember when the company came out that was looper with three o's and oh, there was yeah Every it was like, no, dude, just get a looper, just get one of those. Um, but yeah, yeah. Just get a ditto. that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, uh, so I got the gig rig, and right now I'm working through the same issues I worked through, or not the same, but similar issues I worked through with Disaster Area, which is no one's using their MIDI clock like this to to sync a whole band up and sync loopers and and like operate kind of the whole show. So there's a couple of bugs in their MIDI clock that I had to, I sent them a YouTube video. I'm like, I hope you guys fix it and send them a couple of things. I'm like, if, if they don't, I'll sell it. But I'm hoping that they, uh, they've been nice in emails, but mm. it's been a month and a half. And I'm like, okay, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I know I'm not, I'm not in Radiohead, so I'm not top priority. <laughs> Dude, that's, they make pedal boards for like those I, I, guys. Yeah, so, well, yeah. I watched those videos where like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's the same. I'm like, I'm on the same gig rig as, uh, uh, not Greenwood. What is the other guy? Um, Ed something, O'Brien. Yes, yes, that's Ed it, O'Brien. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, it's. I'm like, cool. I'm on the same thing as his, but I'm like, but if I could get a uh, a little bit of their time. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I guess it's essentially you can't use that until they fix that. Like it's useless to you in terms mm. of mm-hmm. your show because. Yeah, it's a fourteen. Uh, uh, Fourteen hundred dollar useless pedal, pedal sitting on yeah, <laughs> which is crazy to me. And the giant, they're huge, right? Like physically, they're pretty big. It's a big. It's way bigger than like the DPC five for sure. I, I think the DPC five bang for buck. What you get out of that for size is crazy small, mm-hmm. and you can it, it's because it's the full. It's very similar to the gig rig where it has the full MIDI capabilities where you can control a whole midi board with every like preset and you can control five pedal loops with each preset oh wow it's smaller than the boss mm-hmm. the boss one yes it's, it's way quite smaller. chunky but the so the only downsides to the dpc5 really are that um you can't reorder or stereo split those loops it's five mono in order loops oh they're in order okay mm. yes I guess that's kind of restrictive. It is. I mean, depending on what you do, it's restrictive. Mm-hmm. If you're like, yeah, I run a delay, you know, delay fuzz 
overdrive reverb and uh my wacky noise pedal yeah then, like it's yeah, not terribly restrictive yeah and you're like you click a button it turns three off and one on and yeah it's it's good but yeah and the gig rig is like okay this is the same thing but 12 loops stereo splitting all can be reordered and which one is in which stereo side can be changed and it can also be the aby Ooh. at the end at, as you want dude it's crazy that you could click a button and move swap two distortions from from being like in side a or side b and swap which one they're in mm. so you could swap your like you could swap pedals between amps even in your setup yes then. yes that's yeah. wild i'm like dude it's the it's the i'm like man it'd be cool if i could use it yeah <laughs> yeah yeah but it, it won't stand time yeah yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah yeah and i'm like i'm not gonna go into like the. it's a very specific small bug but i'm like it would it would mess me up live and it would be like okay yeah. well then there you know you don't want to have technology be the ruin you reason you had a no, no. i mean at that price point as well like you'd Ooh. expect there to be a bit more uh in terms of like I don't know. You, you feel like there'd be more of an open dialogue with a customer if if they were having issues. Well, they, yeah. I mean, I've gotten responses, and like I, I, the 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 customer rep even followed me on Instagram. He was like, okay. "Oh, I recognize Robot Great." Like, you know, I sent it whatever yeah. from my email. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah." Um. So they they are. I'll say this: that they're kind, and that they are quote working on it. But you know. At what um, stage of the list, I yeah. guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's what's my priority? Because the that was the thing that I'll say is the biggest up on disaster areas is I emailed them about the bug that I found in theirs, and the guy started emailing me back like the next morning, and he was like, "Oh, I don't actually understand." So I sent him up a follow up email like ten minutes later because I'm sitting at my computer. He followed yeah. up like two minutes after that, and he's like, "I see the bug in the code." Blah blah blah. Like, whoa. Um, he was on it. And then he made me a private build so I could test the issue before oh, he wow. merged it into like their their code base. And he's like, "Yeah, it'll be in every update coming out. We'll have this bug fixed." But here's a build for you. And I was like, "Okay, you are your customer service is crazy good. Yeah, mm. that's too good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, I I can't remember. I mean, like, I, it could have been you know a longer wait. But yeah, when once they were like." We're opening the issue. He's like, I'm working on it. Like, well, I, yeah. it's in my head. What do you mean? There's an air bug with the the MIDI clock. What do you mean? We don't have <laughs> yeah. bugs. Yeah, yeah. Like he was like, okay, this is something that I don't want to be a thing. As for as yeah, I want it to be sorted out as quickly as possible. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's great. As a customer like that, it's important yeah. to feel heard like that. It's yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I recently, as of New Year's of this year finally started putting my phone on do not disturb oh from yeah 10, 10 that's a good PM. shout <laughs> it's yeah. crazy like it's crazy how much I, I like i'll still surf on my phone but it blocks all emails hard mm -hmm. and now I that's the been, same thing yeah oh, i'm gonna have to start doing that i think because otherwise i'm gonna have some sort of breakdown here absolutely yeah. do it because because mm. the thing is like i would wake up at 2 a.m and i'll look at my phone and i'm it's like oh there's two emails and i'm like well, I got to save these notifications for when I'm yeah. clear headed enough yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. to answer this customer. Cause you know, a customer is going to come in and they're asking about, Oh, this tuning machine thing, blah, 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 blah. And I'm yeah. like, D why did I look at my phone at 2am? Yeah. Why yeah, did yeah, I yeah. do it? That's the and same now reason I did it. I'd yep. wake up and see something from a client and then I'd be like, well, I can't sleep now. I just lie like, in bed trying to figure it out. I'm stressed yeah. about this yep. now. <laughs> 
See, the first like couple of years, I would do that. And then what started happening is I'd be like, oh, I'll deal with this in the morning and ignore it. But then the, the email was quote unquote read. Mm-hmm. So then I forgot mm-hmm. that there was an email in the first place. And I'm like, I feel like in, I don't know, in when I had a desk job, I would have like my work email open constantly and just check that. Yeah. But now that I'm, I work in the workshop all the time, almost everything I do on email is done on my phone. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, if it, the notification goes off on my phone and I turned it, like I marked it as red, it's red. I'm not going yeah. back to that email. So that was, that was where I was like, okay, I'm done with the 2 a.m. Accidentally re- read this email <laughs> and go, oh, I'll deal with that tomorrow. And then and they would <laughs> 2 a.m. Just forget that it was there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. At 2 a.m., I'm not making new memories. I'm just, <laughs> the date is in and out. It's such an important, I'd like to say, it's only been recently that I've done it as well. And it, it made a huge difference to just almost everything for me. Like, the same as you, I would, instead of reading things and seeing it the next day and forgetting about it, it would happen my like stress levels dropped considerably and mm. I, I i think i blocked like texts email and instagram <laughs> there you, i have instagram instagram is for uh yeah my instagram is entirely blocked except for fresh dms or something like mm. that yeah and it's it's entirely all notifications turned off and that's been a huge one because I, uh, I think with like most of us, our primary output is Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not a threads guy yet or whatever. <laughs> I've um, already forgotten about that. Yeah, honestly. I've forgotten about it. It's going to dissolve into nothing, I think. But yeah, we'll every, every so often I check and I'm like, man, this is a wonky place. But yeah, so <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do a lot of stuff. And it's like when I started getting a little bit bigger, that's when I was like, OK, all likes all comments i gotta turn this off mm-hmm. and then yeah over the night yeah all of instagram is turned off and then um during the day most of instagram is turned off because i'm already on there too much yeah yeah like every time i post or whatever i'm like oh, i'm gonna check in gonna like gonna try to be be social yeah i mean it's it's like it's like making it a normal job again i guess it's like i've I feel like I envy people who can just sort of go to work and then just go home and, and then, you know, work's done. Whereas you can't really escape when you're self-employed. It's like, well, I mean, again, that's the only way you can't escape is you gotta, or you do like the, the crazy big thing is like, you have two phones and just like oh, shut yeah. that phone off, <laughs> when, yeah. when mm. happens, which is like what superstar people like. Yeah. You see all the like, you know, way up people like I'm sure, you know, Johnny Depp has three phones and like there's one phone that's like friends and family only. And that number, do- he doesn't even give that number out. It's just yeah. like, relatives and stuff like that. And then like goes up and then you have like the phone number that you give to cl- whatever. And it's like, yeah, there's a million texts on there and I'm never going to read them or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's I feel the same. And then uh, like, you know we have to wear a million hats where like, mm-hmm. that's the hat of like, okay, yeah, you're also your company's social media manager. So you have to yeah. spend some time doing that. And like, I just got, I got the ox impedance, whatever box thing. Oh yeah. The recording. The thing. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, this thing's dope. I'm like, oh man, I have to like play guitar for people to yeah. listen to that <laughs> like i'm not i haven't even done it yet i haven't even tried recording it yet i've just like i have it well i i got it for the the booth my first booth oh, for a mm. post yeah yeah so it, and it, it worked great but i was like 
oh, I'll keep it and try to do, and I have yet to jump down that like social media thing. I'm like, oh man, I got to find a spot in my house that looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, and there's this... no, ex- no excuses now as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's just sitting there. Yeah. I've got a I've got a full amp made. I've got full guitar ready and I'm like, oh man, I'm just uh, I'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, now, now you got to buy a camera, you know. There's oh, things... see, there, there you go. go. Now I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I guess another PC to edit on that doesn't connect to the internet. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, I I am lucky my bandmate does a lot of uh does video we kind of like segregate work for the band into Mm -hmm. separate things. Our drummer who's currently deployed does almost all the mechanic work for the van, for the trailer keeps us like up and running. And then, yeah, that's which is like so much (laughs) bigger than you like. Yeah. yeah. So much money saved. Don't consider it until it's an issue. And then it's a fucking huge issue, huge issue. And then, um, and then my, uh, the other guitarist, he does almost all the video editing and like posting and social media stuff. And then I get to do like a, a lot of the graphic design of like mm-hmm. add doing the album artwork and all this stuff. And um, what the hell were we talking about before this? MIDI. No, <laughs> we, start, we started with MIDI. Stop. No, what was this chain? What this chain from something? The ox. Oh, making content. Yeah. Oh, Come make the, content. The dedicated computer. The dedicated yeah. computer. Yeah, yeah. 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 So luckily, if I did have that, I could just pay Brian to my, my guitarist to do video editing. And I'm like, I'm just gonna stay out of it as long as I can. I'm gonna stay yeah. out of it. And it's yeah. it's there's a there's a I think that's one of the things that I'm trying to work on. And I think a lot of us are doing, but it's it's hard to do to like let go of certain things. But definitely some where I'm like, I'm not even going to start. Not yeah. not only am I not gonna let go, like I'm I'm not even letting go not of video. Hold on. I'm yeah. not even gonna start. With, yeah. I'm just gonna delegate that right out the gate. I'm not gonna try to come up with my voice as an editor. I don't even don't create something you want to hold on to. Yeah, it's there's a certain point where I'm like, brain at capacity, no more. Um I got to worry about G code. What do you mean? Like lining up <laughs> time markers. It's not, I'm not going to do it. So that's, that's just like a, where I'm, where, where I've gone with that. But at some point the ox will come in and I'll get to accurately demo the, um, the amp I've been working on, but that's mm. a whole dog of, of how I want to portray that. Cause I feel, you know, it's like I, I, right now I'm using for vote. Like I'm talking to you through an SM 57 yeah, but I don't have like a distressor or some other studio preamp to push it through. Mm. Yeah, but I feel like I might, I might get one small studio, like one small preamp just for this, and then some interface to just put it into the computer, so I can be like, here's the aux, and here's it through a cab through an SM57. Yeah, blah 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 blah. Um, but uh, I, I think I'm thinking too much about it. Uh, it's, it's so easy those, to do that. Yeah, like, like I do the same thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I've been looking at like, um, like Dean Costello's amp, oh, yeah. amp stuff and like seeing how he's doing it, and then like Varellin, how they did it, mm. and um, you know, a, a bunch of the these very small, like smaller builders. Um, who's it that's near me? Um, Nocturnal, and then oh, some, yeah. some other guys, and it's like a very 
can't on the demos. So I'm like, I really got to, I really want to put those out. Not that it'll stand me apart, but I'm like, I have the stuff to do it. Yeah. And I'm not terrible at guitar. So I'm like, I'll play a couple of ditties and, you know, just like do a cover of some Smashing Pumpkin song or something and just put it in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That'd be nice for the algorithm. They'll love that. Yeah. It's just one of those things where it's, I think of, of products that I think are the hardest to demo an actual like whole amplifier is because the you like the total diversity that at least what i the the one i'm building it's so crazily different like i my um i use it for mainly um bass sounds i'm very like specifically pushing like 60 to 100 hertz these like very very almost inaudible frequency range like pushing yeah. air mm-hmm. and i really like that sensation live that's a really like you know hitting a bass chord live is like the the coolest sound yeah then my um friend sean came over he's in a band called uh intercourse and they're mm-hmm. about to they're doing a opening run for chat pile oh right oh nice yeah chat pile's sick and then yeah intercourse uh i'm so stoked that he they landed that they landed yeah, yeah. a couple of awesome things and mm. uh, so I'm happy for them. And he was like, I think he's, he's in the mindset of like, okay, we're doing cool shit. Maybe it's time to get some cool shit. And he came over and we demo, we, we messed around with the amp. I didn't know he was like considering it, but we messed around with it. And he's like a slint person where I'm not, even though I make aluminum guitars, I'm not a clang person. Oh, that's not my sound. Um, I'm like, like my sound is I'm like explosions in the skies where I like, I, I gravitate to. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I like slint. I like clangy. I like the whole thing. And then, so we swapped every setting around from what I would normally use. And it sounded awesome for him. And I'm like, I would never demo this amplifier this <laughs> yeah. way, but it does like, and it, it's also, you know, how he's playing and all that stuff. So it's, yeah. it, it all comes into that. I'm like, I can't play like that. I can't. I don't even know what chord shapes you're doing. It's just weird. I mean, you could get people in like different. If people are approaching the amp differently, you could get different people in to do mm. different demos of it. And sort of, I've definitely, I've definitely considered that. Where I'm like, if there's enough, if I'm sitting on a, a you know, like enough money, it's going to be who can I convince to come out with some riffs prepped and be like yeah. an hour for each person and just go to a studio as opposed to like doing. Yeah. I guess, like, I guess. The argument with the ox is now I can do it in my house, so I don't have to do true. Yeah, do yeah. And just hey, come over and just I could even just secretly record them. I guess the camera will give it away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it's just audio demos, yeah, I I think it's that. And then the 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 if I do video record it, I definitely want to have a shot of all the knobs and um, yeah, like a close up one, a switch settings. Because yeah, I think that's the big thing. Is like for for example, like I was looking at um. Because John just released his sending V2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like looking at his stuff. And I don't think it's terribly crazy to what I want to say, correlate the audio that you're hearing to a possible setting on the pedal. Yeah. And he's not, you know, it's just audio demos on his website. He's not showing you what setting he did to get oh, yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but like on the other end of that spectrum, you go to like the Chase Bliss user facebook page and they have 
a complete breakdown. Like they'll be like, this is a cool sound I got out of this pedal. And they show you where all the dip switches are, all the mm. normal switches are and where all the knobs are because the pedal's so complex. Yeah. And John's is, is complex. I'm not going to uh, go around that, but he doesn't have like the 14 dip switches that you can't even no. see in a photo. And like it's this. very upfront. Like you can yeah. look yeah, at yeah, it and go, okay, delay time feedback. Yeah. Yeah. Super intuitive. Yeah. Yep. And so I, it's one of those things where I'm like, it feels the same with an amp with five switches, seven knobs, thing <laughs> like that, where I'm yeah. like, I feel like if you show off a setting, it the knob setting would also be important there. Mm. It, that's a whole diatribe of, of, I don't know how to market. I'll figure <laughs> it out at some point. I know what you mean, because I've thought about doing amp demos a lot, because I've got a bunch of nice amps and like... Every time I sit down and just sort of make a plan, I'm just like, how do I not make this like an open-ended yeah. 35 minute, me playing like five different guitars, you know, two different cabs and trying every setting I can find. Yeah. And I, at the end of it, I just get overwhelmed. I'm like, oh, I'll just try again next month. <laughs> like, I'll, yeah. I'll just think about it then. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, before I knew about Reddit or anything like that, to me... Pedal demos were what Ein did with like Dwarfcraft. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like that was the pedal demo in my head. It was like his crazy broken camera, him saying, It's your old buddy Ein. And I'm like, Yeah, that's how a pedal <laughs> demo goes. Yeah. And I think after, I mean, for me, I think there was a huge switch for a lot of people after everyone saw the knobs count to five demo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everyone was like, Death of talking. Yeah. And it was like, okay, pedal demos can be different, but it that also set up like that's almost all formats are very similar to that. I think mm-hmm. there was one other guy that did the he made like three whole songs and they were like weirdly edited with a music video for a bit pedal demo. I can't it was like it was he only made like five before he ran out of money. And I was like, this is the next format. And I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, it costs like two grand to make every episode. Yeah. Um, three months work yeah yeah just some crazy Mm. some russian dude and just like went off the rails about it but i feel like the guitar amp situation is like there is no at least as far as i can tell on where i circle around the internet there is no good demo the only thing i I get served up is like the same ad over and over again for like will putney's settings for his (laughs) for the, the yeah Yes, as, yeah, the like the the computer ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it it's it's an interesting thing. I I don't know what the format would be, but it's a again it's like a, that's where I'm at. It's like there since there is no simple format, it's very hard to to find a voice where they're It's awesome because it there's nothing there. So it, it is a void that could yeah. be I want to say exploited, but like there's a void there where you can create what the voice is, but that's also terrifying because there's no, it's like trying to invent rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, and you're yeah. like, what do you completely dry? Yeah. Yeah. You're just like, Oh, delay is just like the same guitar again. That sounds stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like on the, on the surface, yeah. it doesn't work. And they're like, no. Oh, distortion. It's guitar, but worse. Like it just sounds yeah, worse. Yeah. Than regular guitar. Yeah, it's yeah. difficult. And I think as well, like I've had this personally where like, because for all my demos, I will like, like I have a studio. So I set up as I would record guitars for, for a record is how mm-hmm. I record all my demos. And then I was seeing 
a lot of other people who do demos use like an Iridium or an Oxbox mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever, anything like that. And I was just like, am I like, you know, am I spending all this time recording a real, like, do, do people even they, care that it, i'm using a real amp do you know what i mean you like, you would know though simon that's the that's the difference that's the thing I, the reason yeah. i do it is because i care about that yeah but for a while i was just like i don't know if anyone else does and i'm like well it doesn't really make a difference to me because i with all the like video shit that i do i just do it because i want to do it and if yep. i stopped using a real amp i think i would find i would struggle to be as motivated mm. not that there's anything wrong with it but it's just what i like to play you know yeah i think again that's like you know trying to figure out your voice within it and that's that's like a i think an important thing to dig down into because i i for me a lot of the like i'll appreciate for an, an iridium demo if it's like a quick dry example mm-hmm. and being like okay here's you know here's a a big muff you know, 76 American versus my big muff altered. Yeah. And, and I'm just going to give you a quick and dirty demo, uh, yeah. not through an amp, you know, I'm just, just a being them. But I feel like if you're going to do, you know, like 14 minutes, mm. I, I definitely, I appreciate it. And I, I think, I think besides his insane guitar playing pro guitar shop, Andy, Oh yeah. <laughs> always plays through real stuff he does always yeah. comes back to andy in the end dude dude yeah. sorry that was that was actually the real first pedal yeah pedal. yeah yeah first like know that i think that's a something that sets him apart from and again like everyone you know everyone's finding their own voice of 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 who does what and you know like for me i think the knobs is can create a really alluring pedal mm-hmm but also unsells me on pedals because he's so hands-on with 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 touching and manipulating the pedal. Yeah, that's how he plays. Where it's almost like he's sitting at a desk and the pedals in front of him on the desk, and he can touch it. Where everything I think about when I think about pedals is I I try to lock in a setting and then I want to see what it's like in a live, yeah. real setting. So it's those demos are amazing but they they often unsell me on the pedal for who i am yeah they're yeah. not applicable to the world and i guess that's the problem right everyone watching or reading anything about pedals is like well that's cool but then it's like does how it does apply it apply to, to me yeah. yeah and i think people get caught up because they're like oh that sounds amazing and then they get it and they're like oh i don't play like no, that <laughs> no, no <laughs> way i play it yeah, yeah. <laughs> when when uh when knobs does he's like like shows the the audio he's feeding it it's usually like mm-hmm. you know it's the same loop over and over again so he has mm-hmm. it like a, one simple loop and i'm like i've never played guitar like how you're currently playing yeah. no yeah yeah <laughs> not yeah. once i'm like your your finger pick style or like it's so light and fragile mm-hmm. and it like it's the coolest sound so then when yeah. it goes into the count to five it's even cooler but I'm like I'm almost I do some finger style, but I'm like yeah, ninety percent of what I do is very aggressive, and I'm like this this is a cool sound, but I don't know how it'll apply when I'm in my metal band doing the yeah. metal. Band. <laughs> yeah, I think that was I think I've said this before, like, but one of the reasons I even started making the videos and stuff is because in my band we would always we were super into pedals, big pedal board band, and like we could never find demos where we were like just play a power chord or play like a tremolo <laughs> pick play yeah. like a big post rock lead or play like <laughs> could you yeah. just play power chords yeah yeah 
Just hit, just hit me with one chord. Just hit me with a good E. <laughs> yeah, and like, I, it doesn't need to be massively stylized. Like, I and I, yeah. we like, you know, loved Andy's demos. That was mostly what was around at the time. Andy and yep. Nobs, and we were just like, we just want to hear it how we would play it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I also think that's the heart. The hardest part about Andy's demos is he'll be like, "Here's my clean tone," and it's the best tone you've ever fucking yeah. heard. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, never had that tone in my life. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, hey, I'm just gonna play out of this like six thousand dollar Morgan into this six thousand dollar cab with the six thousand dollar Strat. Here's my yeah. clean tone with no pick, and I sound <laughs> yeah unbelievable. I'm like, okay, you're already Stevie Ray Vaughan, and he's like, now yeah. I'm gonna turn on this Klon clone, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> cool, yeah. dude. I'm never gonna sound like you. I have, I, I'm not that articulate. <laughs> no, but I will say, I, I, I think that to to give him credit, a yeah. lot of his early demos and a lot of a lot of most his demos, he'll pull out a cover. Yes. Mm-hmm. Instead, and he's like, "This is applicable because you know this song. You can play this song. You probably already learned. Like, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. go into you know a, a Foo Fighters riff." And you know they put the drums and bass behind it, and I'm like, okay, it's in a band setting. This, yeah. this, this, and this, and this. Mm-hmm. That always stacked up for me better. But yeah, there was that always incomparable of like, yeah, dude, I'm on a rocker verb fifty, and you're on <laughs> your a Morgan thing. with a Royer and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, nowadays I'm on a bit like I'm running the the amp I'm currently making is basically a uh, Ampeg V4, just mm-hmm. way cleaned up in the power supply. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's already, it's not a Morgan or, you know, like it's not a Friedman where I'm yeah. like, I'm not trying to get JCM tones or anything like that. But the, the sounds that come out of like, I love V4 sound. It is cr- so cool. Yeah. How mm-hmm. the amp sounds. It's just, I was done with, I ha- I also have um, my own V4 and I was just done with the technical failures. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. I heard that a lot. Yeah. That's yeah. the, the re I mean, for like RGI, a lot of the reasons I will decide to make something is because I find a void that I can't personally fill with purchasing the product outright. And I was disappointed in the V-Force stability, especially for touring, which is what everyone yeah. says about them. And then they made a duplicate and it has the same kind of issues the in v4b the reissue- or something well yeah they reissued the v4b and it's it's but it still is upside down and it's still just like it, it just has some things that i just don't like about it and mm. uh so i was like i'm just i feel like there's a void of v4 users out here that want to tour with their v4 and they're just done mine broke because the connection to the fuse for the main power supply rusted away oh my god so it just like shut off and i was like i don't know what's mm. what's happening yeah and then whenever whenever i open it there's a fuse inside of it that is held in place by just solid core wire wrapped up to make a fuse holder like it's just floating in free <laughs> nice. space mm. and you're like cool this seems very safe yeah Jesus. and when you're throwing it like throwing it in a trailer putting it on state and like also, just vibrate like the way it vibrates. It's vibrations. I think that's yeah. the one that people always forget about. Is like mm-hmm. it's in a trailer. Trailer doesn't have great shocks, or no trailer mm-hmm. really has great shocks, and they just sit there vibrating for a six, seven hour drive. Yeah, and they toss it up on stage and be like, "Okay, operate." Yeah, 
and I'm going to turn it up so that you're vibrating again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you, yeah, then you're going to vibrate at a totally different frequency. <laughs> <laughs> it's. It, I've had that with my. I've got like an old basement, and I remember yeah. we had one show in 2021 or something where it was like, okay, you know, really stoked to play this show. We haven't played a show for a year, and I was like, I'm going to take my basement. Like, you know, I'm going to make the effort. Yeah. Put it on sound check. It just cut off. And it yeah. was every time I played loud, it would just cut off. I was like, all right, cool. Gonna have to rent an amp then. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. And that's the the um those ones are like the the paper fiber board. Like yeah. that those have like humidity is starting to like <laughs> affect your like stability. And that's like crazy. But yeah, most most of the the V4s is just like they get some catastrophic failure and then like the 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 contacts start lifting and stuff like that. And it was just like, it's just crazy. So yeah, it's, it's right now I'm, I'm using the, the, the consequence, which is just the V4 clone. And then I also have from my old company, I used to work at black market custom. Mm. Um, I got quote unquote hired there to <laughs> uh, make amps for them. And I was doing um, a DR one Oh three sort of clone. Oh, okay. Almost entirely stock. The only like, the only modification was uh, changing the master volume swipe because those amps are just legitimately too crazy loud. Yeah. Mm. So all I did is have a switch that changed like zero to 10 to zero to three. You <laughs> could be, probably could be still like, too loud. Yeah, yeah. But you could be at like five and like touch the knob and it wouldn't be like earth shattering another pixel to the right, you know? Yeah. <laughs> very hard That's to describe crazy. that but you know what i mean where it's like you just yeah. you're like trying to so ever slightly to touch a knob and it, you touch it and you're like oh i'm i'm the loudest person instantly it's kind of like on some fender amps like even on like this super reverb mm, like yep. playing it in an apartment if i go from like one vo- even volume one to volume 1.111 yes <laughs> suddenly like yeah this is way too loud i can't like yep. i just gotta turn it off <laughs> yep it's crazy there is a trick uh i don't i wouldn't work on that i don't think but the the hundred waters, like the both both amps that I'm using are hundred watts push pull. Yeah, you can pull like the two outer tubes. Oh yeah, I've heard about make this. It, make it a fifty watt. I actually put that mod into the the consequence, so it's it also has the demarcation underneath it of like what happens when you when you do that. I put like a full description <laughs> on the amp. That's smart though, because people like whether it's like people playing at home or just if you're in a practice space like you don't need 100 watts yeah yeah all the time well, like you just switch it sorry. most of the time most sometimes of the time on time and that goes against the the podcast ethos. sometimes sometimes people you play with get very upset and mm-hmm. i'm always, you know i'm very aware of that <laughs> <laughs> i think it's a a good uh good addition but yeah you can do that so it's, the hard way to do is to actually just pull the tubes and then the amp what happens is the output transformer then wants to see double the impedance. So mm-hmm. it's like if you're on a four ohm, if you're on your four ohm setting, it wants to see eight ohms if you're operating at a 50 watts instead of a hundred. Okay, I see. If that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, it's a whole like you have to you have to pull the tubes, or again, like some of these, some people have put the switch in. I I read it from some other um like Hoffman amps, there's like mm-hmm. a huge form there because that's all like DIY builders that use their kits. And they'll talk about like 1 million different mods. So someone in there was just talking about, oh, if you just d- disconnect the ground connection from the power tubes, 
they'll just shut off and then you can just have a uh, half wattage half the just wattage. like a switch on the back or something yep yep but it That's, you do too simple yes it's mm. it's, it, it's yeah. uh, deceivingly simple but then it's one of those things where it's like okay but you have to then know to then switch your ohm setting as well okay yeah so you have to yeah. be like okay i was on you know this cab and i could be misquoting the uh if it needs double or half i would have to reread but it's on the back of the amp i yeah yeah <laughs>